Yo, 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 Nothing's Normal Podcast. It's your host, Spanx, and I'm here previewing Nico Brim's project, Hughes. Lord, Lord, Lord. Let me shake your hand, brother, man. Oh, no, no. Uh, what's that word? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. How you doing? I'm good. I feel good, man. Uh-huh. I, I feel refreshed, man. I haven't um felt that refreshed listening to a project in a while. Like, I listen to R&B and all that type of stuff, so, like, I only get feelings like that listening to like Throwback Mariah Carey and shit. Just the feeling, not the vibe, but just something that hits you right in the chest. But, you know, enough about me. It's all about you right now, man. I said your name already, but for those who ain't hear me in the back, man, who we got sitting to the left of the couch, man? It's Nico Brim, uh, you know, artist, mm-hmm. you know, from Mount Vernon, New York, 914 all day. Right. Um, we had Mix House, you know, in New Row. Shout out New Row. I was Row. about to ask that. Where we at? Um, you know, we, I'm here with my guys, Lilo and Fleece. For sure. You know, um, like Lilo and Stitch? Yeah, yeah like Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> Lilo and Fleece. That's so tough. I got Lilo and Fleece. Um, right. You know, the co-owners here and uh, the engineers on, on Hughes. So. Right. Yo, 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 Nothing's Normal Podcast. It's your host, Spanx. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed when it comes to insurance? Do you want to focus on what matters most at home and in your business? Let me introduce you to ZRM Brokerage, a company that believes in making risk management your best investment. Founded by Daniel Guinea, they're providing expert risk management services with neighborly care since 2017. Over here at ZRM Brokerage, they operate off morals, honesty, integrity, loyalty, somebody that's gonna keep it 100 with you, not just look for the dollar, you know? ZRM, which stands for Zara Risk Management, pays homage to the kindness and generosity of Daniel's grandfather, Joseph Zara. Their mission is simple, to empower you with the knowledge and tools to simplify the complex world of insurance. Now, they probably never taught you this in school, but life is all about resource. And Daniel Guinea, he's got a lot of that. He deals with top experts when it comes to insurance all over the globe. Now, if you're waiting for the accolades, trust me, we don't just walk it, he talks it as well. He's backed by an MBA from Iona University. He also has won the prestigious Millie Award from the Westchester Business Journal, y'all. Head over to www.westchesterhomeinsurance.com to get your free quote from ZRM Brokerage Insurance Company. Nothing's normal. Let's get right into it, man. Let's get right into it, broski. Um, mm-hmm. before this, before I gotta pull, let's, let's I got a, a question, a serious question. Um, yeah, we from New York. Yeah, uh, big culture, big in gang culture, uh, regular culture. So when I hear your name, Nico Brim. <laughs> How many times was you at the shish kebab stand getting the shish kebab or some halal food and somebody ran down and, oh, what's popping the hat? Oh, is he Jet? Is he Mac? Is he Prime? Is he 59? Yeah, yep, Nico yep. Brim, man. Yeah. How'd you come up with that name? Oh, so it's crazy because I've been I've been dealing with that since uh, middle school, for real. Mm-hmm. Once I got into middle school, everybody would be like, yo, bro, you Brim, you hat with you jacket. <laughs> right, and yeah. And um, I wasn't on none of that. That's my name. That's like my government name. Birth certificate. Yeah, like Nico Brim. Wow. You feel me? And uh, I wanted oh. to go with my real name just because my music is uh, it's just very personal, so authentic to who I am. So right. I didn't really feel the need to go with a stage name. So I went with Nico Brim. But yeah, bro, I be performing. Niggas be in my DM. All type of shit asking me if I'm Brim, bro. I'm not Brim. I'm not yeah. Hat. I'm none of that. You ever you know, ran but, into any but issues? But this nigga D. Gotti, though. D. Gotti. Yeah. Who that? 
about to be got it. It's a trick question with D got it. Yo, I don't want to know D got it. Some shit. All right, D got it. Yeah, man. Say, man. I'm just a podcast with D got it. Shout out to D got it, man. Hey. Um, yeah. All right, Nico yeah. Brim. Yeah, so yeah, that's how I got my name, bro. Right. Ain't none of that shit. Right, you ever ran into any issues? Because, I, I, you know, behind the scenes, we was talking, you was naming places like L.A., places you that music has taken you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ever ran into any problems? You know, some of these areas is, you know, not them. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, you know, L.A. definitely, you know, wants to see, you know, like, you got to just move militant out there. You're mm-hmm. just knowing, you know, the name and everything like that, but... You know, I, it's it's cool for the most part. You know what right. I'm saying? I, you know, I'm not really mixy like that. You know, mm-hmm. when I'm out there, you know, mm-hmm. I'm with my peoples. I'm making plays, making moves. I'm in the studio, so. Right. But um, but yeah, you know, being around everybody definitely want to know it, what that comes from. You of know course. what I'm saying? Everybody want to know sure. what that comes from. Everybody want to know if I'm hat, like you said, hat jet, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like. So, you know, it, it just follows you, bro. But I feel like over time, as people continue, continue to see, like, my brand and everything, I'm not pushing no game-banging shit, nah, really. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, sure. But, yo, you niggas are being my DM, like, yo, you got to take that out your name. <laughs> but yeah. I was like, yo, bro, first thing first, you banging on the internet. Yeah. You, you look crazy, but. Be out. Yeah. Be the <laughs> Yeah, you feel me? It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. All right. Uh, let's talk about it. Um, music. Uh-huh. Um, you know, especially for us. Music is huge. It's therapeutic. Music is everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, artists now get a bad, I'm not going to say a bad rap, but, you know, music gets blamed or gets categorized as, like, one of the only fields, you know, minorities get into. But it's so important. Um, how did you get yeah. into music? What was your introduction? Yo, my introduction to music, so, like, I was around music my whole life. You right. feel me? Like, uh, my father was a... Uh, he was a producer. He was a rapper at one time too. Wow. You know, um, and exact like just was all in music in all different forms and facets. So from like the earliest I could remember, I was sitting in on studio sessions and mm. all types of stuff like that. And then uh, when I was young, like around fifth grade, I started picking up the drums. Right. So you know, I'm playing the drums. Uh, you know, getting into it through that. And then I know when I was in high school, I would do ciphers. Like I remember my first day of high school. I was shout out my boy Steph. Uh, we was in a cipher and we was battle rapping at lunch and mm. um, we was just you know I was going at it. For sure. You know I cooked him and yeah. <laughs> you know like from early, <laughs> yeah you know like yeah. from early on it was always uh, always had like this relationship with music. I always had this affinity with music and right. when I was in high school that's really really when I started to take it serious and you know started writing and recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So high school. Is when you is, did you know that you was gonna make this a career path, or did it start as a hobby for you? Um, or did you know I'm gonna do this? This is what I'm doing. For you me. know, I, I would say that like at first it started with me, you know, I like just just trying it out. But of course. it was one of them things like as soon as I started, like I was hooked, mm-hmm. you know. So like I immediately recognized like the passion that right. I had for it, you know. Right. So yeah. when I when I started feeling that way, I'm like, yo, let me just keep locking in. Let me just keep locking in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would say that it, it developed fast. Like right. it wasn't it wasn't long into it that I'm like, yo, I'm comfortable with doing this. Like mm-hmm. for my life. Like this is what I want to do. Of course. And uh, it, it's been that has been my life's mission. Like since then. How would you describe your style? Like I said, we just listened to 13 bangers mm-hmm. of a very layered material. Like you gotta really think. And before I, before you answer that, how old are you, by the way? Twenty six. That says a lot because this project is a very mature project. Mm-hmm. You know, it was very mature. Mm-hmm. So your creative process. What 
how does that go for you? Are you more of a how you feel? Are you more of a I want to tell a story because it's all entertainment. Yeah. But I mean, how to how what gets your creative cylinder firing when okay. it comes to? I feel like a lot of it is um, my life experiences. I'm mm -hmm. one of those artists like I like to live. I have to step away from music. I have to live life, and then I come back to the music. Right. Um, and I, you know, I create. I create like really intuitively. A lot of it is from my heart. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like the, the emotion, is poured into the music. A right. lot of things that I'm feeling. A lot of the things that I'll be going through. You know, the, the great shit and and the bad shit. You know, mm -hmm. everything that I'm going through. It like it finds its way in my music. Right. And like my my process is very is like closed off. It's intimate. Like I don't have too many people in my sessions. Right. The people that are in my sessions are like you know my day one. You know, like my brothers. Mm -hmm. Or it might just be me, you know, Lilo, me, Fleece, or just us three. Of course. You know, so, uh, you know, I, I keep it, I keep it, uh, you know, close-knit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Of and, course. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really, I do make music, like, you know, for, like, entertainment, if you, if you would say, but a lot of it is, uh, is, is, is deeper than that, you know? Of course. So, it's, yeah, it's really just inspired by my life and the life of, you know, the people around me. So to say you don't look at music as a job, it's like you said, it's a passion, which means, like, do you ever have moments where you just wake up and walk out there? Do you come up with bars, like, spontaneously, simultaneously, like, <laughs> Yo, on nigga, the spot? all the time, yeah, yeah Are you bro. one of those? Like, yeah. you know, I wake up, oh, shit, the sun's out, oh, it's raining, and... Yeah, it just starts yeah. coming to me for uh -huh. sure. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. I'll be yeah. walking out. I'm on the train, right. I'm driving, mm -hmm. anything, a conversation, like, the, it'll just come to me. I'm like, yo, let me write that down before That's I forget. Tough. Throw it in my, in my notes on my phone. If I have my notebook, I'll write in my notebook. But, yeah, bro, it's like, it's just a, a switch that just is constantly on. You right. know what I'm saying? So. Do you think it's a difference in feeling, a recording feeling, when you write it down on a notebook versus a phone? Wish 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 like you wanna know like, like I, I, yeah. I think I think so. Like I, yeah. I do, but like some I don't I don't knock the notes though, like cause that's where I got the majority of my music going. Right. Like that's why I write a lot of it. But I feel like when you're on the notebook, there it's a certain like uh personality that like that goes into the writing because it's your handwriting, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, you're it's like you're physically putting it into the world. From scratch. Like, yeah, it's like spelling, you know, like mm -hmm. niggas talk about yeah. manifestation and all that stuff, writing it down. So I do feel like it holds that power. Of course. But, um, yeah. you know, I don't knock e either way. I done right. heard some of the best verses I've heard from rappers and they did it on their Blackberries yeah. or their phones, you know. So it, it just depends on what works for you. But I do know that there is a difference. Yeah. For sure. yeah. Are you a fan of the punching? Like sometimes you just go in the booth, listen to a beat and just... Come up with it on the spot, yeah, I like mean, the more Lil Wayne, Jay Z style. Yeah, not, not not often for real. I have done it on Hughes. Uh, that Change record, yeah. I'll punch Change. Yeah, so I ain't I didn't write none of that. That's tough. Yeah, you feel me? That's but, tough. Um, but normally, bro, I like to write my music. Uh, mm -hmm. I like to sit with with the thoughts and the ideas and the feelings, and you know, work my way through the music. For sure. Um, you know, my process, I like to move on my time. Sometimes it's quick as hell. Mm -hmm. You know, like sometimes I don't even gotta write it, but. Uh, it really just depends on how I'm feeling with the music. Because sure. like I said, when that light is on mm. nonstop, you feel different ways day to day of when course. you're in the studio. Right. Some Absolutely. days, you know, it's, you're just ready to go. Other days, you kind of got to work mm -hmm. the creativity. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, I, I'm very, I'm, I'm with the flow wherever I'm at. Definitely. All right, we're going to take a break from today's show and talk about some beef jerky. Righteous Felon Craft Jerky, man. Uh, looking for a nice, healthy snack packed with protein. <gasps> 
get you uh, uh, uh some 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 car- some packages of this. Uh, we got uh the Truffalo Bill. I didn't try this one yet, but it says uh, a potent pioneer of American flavor frontier. Wow, that sounds scary. Righteous felon. I don't even know if one of those exists, but uh, according to the package, it does. Uh, we have the Bourbon Franklin. Uh, an American dream of bourbon and vanilla bean. Ooh, a little sweet, huh? <laughs> Check out the OG Hickory Beef Stick. Savory and smoky beef stick. Hey, ladies, relax. I'm reading the flavor off a song. Don't melt on camera, man. This, this ain't, this ain't uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. We got, uh, y'all know about this already, the teriyaki bell bowl. This is actually my favorite one for obvious reasons. Bull, y'all know my history with the bull. And y'all know my history with the boxing gloves, but uh, tingy teriyaki with a punch of pepper. And then finally, we have the lemon pepper and citrus basil beef stick. Hey, get your beef sticks. And they even got merch now too, man. Look, check them out. The good teriyaki Balboa. It has uh, this nice jail scripture on the back. Maybe I'll read it to you one day. Uh, you know, I'm on probation, so hats. I would try it on, but I got a funny shaped head. You're not about to be on here grinding me up. Uh, righteous felon hats. Y'all might make me uh, my file that's expunged. It might it, it, it might not be expunged if, if I put the hat on. Uh, different colors. Uh, you can reach them at www.righteousfelon.com. And over here at Nothing's Normal, we are under the Polymath Network. So luckily for you, you know us, you get a discount. Use promo code POLY. 15. www.righteousfelon.com. Promo code poly15. Speaking of Hughes, that's the next project yeah. that you're going to drop. Um, I'm going to be releasing it on a platform called Even. Mm. Um, shout out Even. Okay. They are uh, a platform that helps, you know, shine a spotlight on artists that are focused on entrepreneurship. Right. You know, and um, are looking to, you know, connect with their fans and, you know, retain ownership. Absolutely. Um. So you know, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to releasing with them, right? And uh, you know, just just building out uh, this independent uh, rollout that you know I got for this. That was gonna actually lead into another question. What was your goal if to stay independent or to sign a a, a deal? Yeah, I mean, nah, I, I would I would fuck with um I would fuck with doing a deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would just have to make sense. You right. know what I'm saying? The the deals that you know I've seen haven't really made the most most sense to me. And, right. Uh, you know, I got a I got a great team. Right. You know what I'm saying, and uh, I got resources. You know what I'm saying. That's the key. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, with with those things and the type of drive that I have, I'm cool with with staying indie. Right. But it would just have to be the right type of partnership. Of course. And you know, I feel like with the right partnership that, you know, respects the you know the, the intellectual property, we should mm-hmm. be good. Evens. Any notable artists that we know of uh, do business with Evens? Yeah. Facts. Uh, I know. Uh, La Russell's on even. Shout out to La Russell. Yeah, I, I want to wow. say uh, Russ is on even too. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a couple of artists on even. I'm, you know, I'm going to be on even. Nico Brim is yeah, on yeah, even. Yeah, Nico Brim is on even. Yeah, pe- people have been dropping on there, and they have these dope access points where, you know, you can get merch, you can get vinyls. So you know, you can completely be in tune with, with an artist world. And, yeah. You know, if you're a supporter, you know, you have you know access to the right. whole brand and what's going on. So. Even is dope, man. Before we wrap it up on even, we was talking behind the scenes as far as um, <coughs> the purchase process, as far as the pricing with even. Even, uh, you said, did something as far as the pricing. As far, well, how does that work as far yeah. as distributing? 
So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, even as I can name your price model, you know, mm-hmm. because uh, we understand that, you know, everybody and what they're working with is different. And, you know, art, uh, the, the value of art is subject to change depending on how people feel about it. So with that name your price model, you know, people can go in there and pay what they feel comfortable with as a, as a supporter or someone who might just be intrigued and interested with what you got going on. And, you know, not to name uh, any uh, streaming services, you know, because you know, we appreciate yeah. them, you know, sharing the music with the world. But, you know, the amount of money that you make on there, you know, is, is hundreds of a cent of one cent, you know. And you could imagine if you name your price model and, you know, everyone's putting from $5, you know, to $10, it only takes about 50 people, you know, $10 a piece, that's $500. That's beautiful. As opposed to roughly... 125,000 plus streams. Yeah, off a cent. Yeah, you, you know. Break that down. Yeah, you yeah. make that down. So it's like, you know, you, you're working overtime to try to reach that amount of people. Yeah. You know, as opposed to really focusing on the people that you know you can reach and connect with right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and making this a business for yourself. You know, and it's like hip hop hasn't really been in our hands for a while, but, you mm. know, with people like Nip, people like La Russell, you know, yeah. like these people have paved way on, on being independent. And I think that even as a reflection of, you know, the, that era of hip-hop and what those yeah. people have been doing. And I'm a reflection of that, too, and that's sure. why I want to work with them. Shout out to Even, man, because the way you just broke that down as far as the hundreds of it, that's like the sh- that's like Shake. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's like shake. trying to bag yeah. up Shake. <laughs> exactly. That's music Shake, ew. Yeah, nah, you know. Shout out then, to Even. Yeah, bro, so, you know, I feel that a lot more artists, like, you know, everyone's fighting for that mainstream spot as opposed to mm-hmm. focusing on your your group of people right. that connect with what you got going on, you right. know, because there's 20,000 songs being dropped every day, bro. Wow. And you, you can't even stress about, uh, you know, being the number one person. What you need to figure out is how do you create a living off this? How do you get to that bag? Because that's what you need at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know? And I think it starts with, you know, being more direct to consumer, back to that out the trunk shit. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah, getting paid. That's what changes uh, a hobby into an actual profession. Get yeah, paid for facts. it. Yeah, so, it yeah, it's not just a hobby. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Hughes. Let's get right into it. Yeah. Um, how did you go about titling the project Hughes? What does that mean? So Hughes, um, Hughes is it's a layered meaning. Right. Um, and when you listen to the project, a lot of the skits and and the the things that I'm talking about you know, touch on those different layers, but, of course. you know, I, I would start off with one, life is not black and white, mm. you know what I'm saying? It, it comes mm. in a lot of different colors, wow. there's a there's a lot of in-between, you know, and then once you acknowledge the color in life, mm-hmm. you know, you got to embrace the colors, and when you find the, the colors, the colors are who we really are, mm-hmm. the colors are true to who you are, your nature, so you want to identify with your true colors, and then that third layer, I want to save that for when people get to listen to the project. That's dope. Yeah, so you know, it's a, it was a, a whole concept that I, I found a way to pour those years of my life into and, right. and you know, sharing the music. Um, how long you been creating Hughes? Like, how long did it take you to work on a project? I would say like the, the first songs I probably did for, for this project, I mean, one of them songs is from way back. It's um, crazy. It's relevant. Yeah, like it's crazy. Cut the lights. The cut the lights record right. yeah, yeah. was from like 2019. Wow. So that was like the only song that made it from that long ago. You wow. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was a youngin rapping like that. You get nervous about that because that's scary when you make a song in 2019 that's just as relevant in 2023. Do you almost feel like the world might not catch up? 
nah. to, the, to the actual to the actual project. Nah, I feel like it's a testament to how great the music is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like, and it and it, it makes me proud to know that like, yo, back in 2019 we was getting to it like that. That, that was wild. Man. We could still drop this music. You feel me? Yeah. So yeah, that's how I feel. But let's go through um, the track list if we can um, of the project as far as. Yeah, I just want to know what was you thinking when you record, like, what, what was your mood even recording some of these tracks? Like, take a track like Southside, Southside 6. Yeah, Southside Sundays. Southside Sundays, pause. Mm -hmm. um, just tracks like that give us, you know, a baby origin of, you know, the track list. Because oh. I noticed with the project, there's not a lot of ad-libs. Yeah, no. And it's all, it's, it's just <laughs> lyrics. And you yeah. don't see that a lot. A lot of times it's beats and ad-libs, and that's yeah. the whole song. We get caught up on that. Yeah, yeah. Yours is it's a message. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like that that was just, like, my style. Like, like I came in the game rapping. I wasn't really big on ad-libs. A lot of the rappers that I looked up to wasn't big ad-libbers. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Kendrick wasn't the biggest ad-libber. Yeah. Cole wasn't the biggest ad-libber. Nas, you know, all of them. So I feel like that was just my style. And, oh, you know, with, with track lists or, or the music, it was... Figuring out what what records fit um, sonically, you know, with the project, what made sense, right. and then also what was telling the story. You know right. what I'm saying? So, I feel like you know, like even with Southside Sundays, like that music is inspired by my life. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, mm -hmm. Waking up uh, in my grandmother's crib and you know doing what I got to do to to pursue my my craft and my music. Mm -hmm. You know the, the the conversations and experiences I had with my my brothers. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And, how that molded my approach to what I got going on. So, you know, a lot of this music is, is personal in that way. Right. You know, particularly that song. What's your favorite track on the, on the, yeah. on the project? That's subject to change, bro. It, it depends on how I'm feeling. Really? You know, yeah, because sometimes it could be the For The Company record. Sometimes it'd be Make company. It Home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's uh, that 280 Benz, you know, you never know. like. That was, that was, yeah. I, I, I what, what was your, your first go around? What was it that was really sticking out to you? Uh, honestly, I could honestly say the same thing. Honestly speaking, that you said I found something in every single, every single track. Because yeah. I'm a thinker. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not, uh, I'm very uh, articulate, mm -hmm. intellectual. Mm -hmm. And like your choice of words and even me talking to you, like you know how to speak. Mm -hmm. You got a good vocabulary and it shows in your music. Because I know, you know, guys who could go in the booth and they, and they got all the vocab in the world, but then you have a conversation with them and it's like, okay, man, like, you just copy this off a dictionary, you just find words that you know, so absolutely, you, uh, so I can't really say, that's honestly, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. I, I, I found substance in every, and it's not a one listen project, yeah, yeah, you have to listen to it. I feel like more times to really, feel, you still might not get, I might not get every bar and until New Year's, me personally. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's dope. Um, what you got coming up um, as far as shows? Uh, are you gonna go on a promo? Run? What's 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 the plan for the project? Um, yeah, for sure. Um, there's there's gonna be a lot videos. more content dropping. Yeah, videos yeah. dropping. You know, I, I'm coming with all of that. Like yeah. you know, a rollout. We're gonna for roll sure. it out the way that it's supposed to be rolled out for yeah. sure. So you know, expect a whole bunch of content. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. Legally high as seltzer water. Just when you thought you couldn't get high, they go and add 60 more milligrams of THC. They actually added a new flavor to the raspberry acai. Emphasis on the acai. A little bit more calories, but that just means it tastes better. Now, if you don't know about Legally Highest, it is a THC seltzer water. 
I know for me, I like my my clothes to smell fresh. I hate smoky clothes. Like I, oh my God, you walk in a, you walk in a spot and set the fire alarm off. Everybody knows if you want your breath to stay intact, you better have a bev, and it it can't be water. So this is a, this is the double bonus. You get the double bonus here, man. You can sip. Uh, nobody's in your business. You could do this around your kids. Uh, actually, speaking of kids, you need to be 21 or older to purchase one of these. So you know, if you're 20, yeah. Maybe we'll get you a case of these for your 21st birthday. If you're looking to purchase uh, some of these amazing drinks and calm yourself down, www.legallyhighest.com. Us over here at Nothing's Normal, we are part of the Polymath Network. You'll get a discount by using promo code POLY20. Well, now that we're high, let's get back into the show. Be on the lookout for that project, Hughes. Uh, where can they find a project, first and foremost, November 10th? Um, November 10th, that's going to be on Even. Okay. Um, uh, so I have a Is that links. a website? Even? I mean, um, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a platform. Okay. Uh, if you follow me on my Instagram yeah. uh, or, or my Twitter, right. um, at Nico Brim on both, mm -hmm. um, I'll be having, you know, links in my bio and, yeah. and everything to, to get you guys over there to show love and support, you know, this project, so yeah. make sure you look out for it. And he's verified, so it, it, yeah. this shouldn't be no problem. <laughs> Nico, N-I-K-O, you gotta kind of, you know, yeah. sometimes spell it out yeah. for him. Yeah, N-I-K-O-B-R-I-M, you feel me? Yeah. Yeah, bro, so, you know, Hughes is on the way, man. Yeah, Hughes is Most on the definitely. way. Uh, Nothing's Normal Podcast. Uh, I look forward to doing a lot more work with this gentleman here. I'm looking forward to the, to seeing how this, pro see how the public takes to this, support this project. This project is it's, it's for thinkers. It's for hip-hop. This is hip-hop right here, and especially for your age, where New York is overly saturated with more of a Chicago sound, more of a drill. It's, this project was definitely a breath of fresh air, and I mean that with all sincerity, brother. Appreciate you, I wish you nothing but success, and Thank you. you look, be on the lookout. I'm going to be yeah. doing more work with this fella here, man. Facts. This is the start yeah, most to a, a nice partnership, and... It all started with one interaction at the Westchester County Center, which he killed, by the way. Facts, facts, facts. I was like, yeah, that was a good vibe. That was a good yeah, vibe. Yeah, yeah. It's energy, man. Yeah, most definitely. Yo, let's get it. Nothing's normal podcast.